The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. And welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I am so glad you are joining us today. We have a special month in store for you, friends, starting today. We're going to hear from several authors and specialists throughout the next couple of shows about their thoughts and perspectives about divorce. I'm calling our focus this month, What People Are Saying About Divorce. I hope you are as excited to hear what our guests have to say as much as I am. And we're going to kick it off today talking about taking the high road in divorce. And in fact, we'll be talking with Andy Heller, the author of the book called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. Andy is a successful author and business owner. After his own divorce, he saw a crucial hole in the self-help space. This book is his give-back effort to make the process easier for those who are on the divorce path. We have a lot to talk about today, so I do want to get to our discussion. But before we do, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. So really, it's for anyone, as it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. Please remember to share the show with someone if you think it can benefit them. I must also remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where it may lead. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and to give you hope. And most importantly, before we begin, please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for bringing us here today. We know that divorce breaks our hearts as it does yours. Help us to speak to those hurting hearts and confused minds tossed about by divorce. Please help us to provide them helpful information, insight, and ideas that can help them make the very best decisions possible for their families and for themselves today and into the future. Help us to bring comfort, support, and hope to all of those who are listening. And please, Father, let the words we say be yours, not ours. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Andy, hello and welcome. (laughs) Christy, thanks for having me. Uh, Well, thank you for being here. So glad you are here with us today. Uh, So glad to know about your book called 
Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. And I'm just eager to get into it and learn a little bit more. Love it. My sleeves are rolled up. Let's get started. All right. Well, I'm, I'm pushing up my sleeves, too, and here we go. <laughs> Great. Tell us about how the book came to be. Fantastic. So I'll start off. Really, there's, there's two elements that drove me to write this book, Christy. Uh, first is that, um, uh, as probably a lot of your listeners can relate to, when I'm stressed, I don't sleep a lot. So during my own divorce, I was sleeping three or four hours a night. So I was a voracious reader, and I read so many other divorce books. So I got a good sense of what was out there in terms of uh, uh, books who could, could help people. The second point is that um, when I'm stressed, I, I take notes, and I just start to write. When my mom was passing away, I started to write, and one of my my notes became an article that got covered in five newspapers when she the Mother's Day after she passed, Christy. So I'm taking all these notes, and my ex and I were in with a co-parent counselor. We had a rather challenging divorce, and she said, you know, you guys could probably both benefit from a therapist. So I said, okay, well, give me the name of a therapist who's done a lot of work with divorced men. So I found this therapist, and, and honestly, Christy, she was amazing. But I'm a very pragmatic guy. I'm a very compromise-oriented guy, a reasonable thinker. And I've run successful businesses. So these, this first year, I'm going into the therapist's office. Something would happen. I'd say, okay, this is what happened, but don't worry. I thought it through, and this is what we're going to do. And she would listen to me, and she'd be polite, and she'd say, okay, Andy, well, thank you for sharing that. But you're actually going to do the opposite, and here's why. <laughs> so I kept listening on, on so many times, Christy, how what I thought my initial gut instinct about how to handle a situation that was occurring as I was going through my own divorce was so horribly wrong. And I realized how even the most reasonable people, like I thought I was, are, were so emotionally compromised, we don't realize how much help we need. And then about a year later, I looked at my, these notes I had written and all these books that I'd read. I'm like, oh my goodness, I got a great outline here for a, a one-stop shop roadmap of how to get through the process in a healthier manner uh, as possible, both you and your children. <clears throat> so I began a process for, it took me eight years. I interviewed um, uh, attorneys, I interviewed uh, therapists, I interviewed family counselors, I interviewed mediators. So my book is a collection of best practices and tips and it really fulfills a lot of a, a gap that I saw in the divorce book space. I got a lot of great books from divorce coaches, a lot of great books from divorce attorneys, a lot of great books from therapists. My, my book's written by a guy who survived a tough divorce, and I've collected all this information from other experts. I've, I've organized it into a, a manual of best practices. So that's my story in, in two minutes, Christy. And you're sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, a couple things. And first, uh, thank you for your efforts, um, as as I think you said, to, to give back. And I think I find a lot of divorce professionals step into this as maybe a second or a third career because uh, similar to you, they're like, I want to help people. And, yeah. you know, a couple things I heard in there was first and foremost, eight years and a ton of interviews. Very, yeah. very thorough investigation of this process because it's very in-depth. Yes. Just so in-depth. 
And so, uh, and as I've read and reviewed the book, uh, I saw the that in-depth um, look at it. And so again, very, very thorough book. The other thing uh, I wanted to comment on, as you said, you're emotionally compromised to the point that you don't necessarily know what you need. And I'm going to kind of add on to that to make good decisions. And and so, um, so important because one of the things I heard in there is you, you don't really even know how emotionally compromised you are. Yes. Yeah, that, I, I could not have said it any, any better. And I was floored because I thought through these things so well. And I, again, I'm a very reasonable guy. I, I'm a Dale Carnegie disciple, Christy. I've run successful businesses. And I was so off. Yeah. With my yeah. gut instinct. My instinct was so off. And I recognize that, you know, so many people don't have the ability to pay for a therapist or the time for a therapist to recognize, go, go through this. And that's why I wrote my book. Because yeah. I was lucky that I was able to, I ran my own business. I could, I could make sure I had the time. I could see that, seek that help. But a lot of people just simply don't have that kind of time, don't have those kind of resources. Well, I love that we're talking about this because if I see one thing that is uh, common with the clients that I work with and people who are stepping into any part of the divorce process is, oh, no, I got this. I I got this. But they don't realize how emotionally compromised they are. And I hate to say this, but I do say it often with, with as much love and compassion as I can to those who are listening is, is that it's probably going to be worse than you thought it was. And mm-hmm. without looking at it with eyes wide open and without someone as your thinking partner, you will likely not make the best decisions for you and your family. And so uh, similar to you, Andy, is that why this show was born as well, so that I could bring people on to hear different perspectives so we could continuously help people go, Okay, what you think you're seeing and hearing right now is n- probably not exactly what you're thinking and hearing and seeing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so why do you think, I, I think we can hear it in your answers, but why do you think someone would want to read your book? Well, one of the simple reasons is time, Christy. People are not going to have countless hours to read 20, 30 books. Um, probably the best compliment I got so far was from another author who read my book, uh, previewed my book. She wrote a divorce book and she said, Andy, I love this. And I actually had her write my foreword. And she said, your book is, a, is like a, a GPS for divorce. Mm. So if you've got two or three hours, um, this is a book that will help you through negotiations, help you through making sure your kids land in a good place and help you through taking care of your, yourself and your own needs, which might be sacrifice, and making sure you land in a place where you can co-parent effectively so your children are, are not affected or are as minimally affected as possible by the divorce of the parents. So um, that's why I think you know, you're not going to have a lot of time. And you've read my book. There's 46 different tips and strategies. And each of them end with a takeaway point. And I would say anybody, any one of your listeners are going to be affected by anywhere from 20 to 30 of them. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm going, to, I'm going to use this word often, folks. It's thorough, so thorough. And I love that essentially you did the work for them. 
And so it's a great resource, and we're always about bringing resources to the listeners here. I want to go to, when I was taking notes, when I was reading through it, I think um, before we go any further, I love that you started with uh, stop and think and ask questions. So before you go down this road, so very important to really think about what you're doing. Anything just really quick on that, Andy? Yeah, yeah. That's actually one of the the most favorite uh, chapters I wrote. Basically, take inventory of yourself. Is your marriage, has it hit a stale spot? Or, and it, it's uh, repairable? Or is it something that's completely irreparable? And a lot of people, particularly if you've been in a marriage that's kind of like floating along where you might feel more like a roommate, you may not recognize whether you're, which of those buckets you fall in. And before you go through a, a, a typically um, irreversible path, Take a moment to look at your partner as like, is our relationship stale or is it broken? And this is a very important distinction. So very yep. important. And we'll continue on, folks. We're talking to Andy Heller, the author of Take the High Road. And that's what we're talking about today, taking the high road in divorce. Come on back and you'll hear more about the book and the author. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Back-to-school season can be difficult for those going through a divorce, especially when alcohol and child safety are a concern. Here on the Divorce Coaching Hour, it's our goal to provide you helpful education, insight, and information, and that's why we've partnered with Soberlink to help offer resources to help you navigate the back-to-school season. Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring technology created to help prove sobriety in custody cases. Get your free back-to-school and divorce packet complete with a Q&A with a top attorney, a checklist, communication tips, and much more. Go to Soberlink.com DCH to get yours today. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, visit his website at tomstevens.us. That's tomstevens.us. 
There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So glad you're here with us today. I think you will be too. We're talking to the author of Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. It's a thorough book. If you were listening earlier, you heard me say thorough several times. It really is a very thorough guide, a resource. And if you listen to the Divorce Coaching Hour, you know we so much want to bring you resources. And this is a fabulous resource. And uh, so stay tuned. We'll let you know how to get that book. We're talking to Andy Heller, the author. He is a successful author and business owner. And we, we talked about kind of how the book came into being. Andy went through a divorce himself. And like many divorce professionals, those helping uh, authors out there, those helping people through divorce, uh, they 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 want to give back. They want to help people. They they want it not to be so bad and so difficult for others. Um, and, and we were talking about that. We were talking about that it's such a thorough book. But we talked about where Andy starts. And he uh, started in the book with stop and think before you do this. And I remember uh, before I went through divorce years ago, my brother, who is a family law attorney, said to me, don't go down this path if you are not sure. And I think it is so important for us to just stop and pause. So, Andy, tell us a little bit more there. Yeah, I'm actually going to take this and run with one of the suggestions and tips in the book. Fantastic. So let's say you're in a relationship and you're not sure if your marriage is stale or broken. Well, one of the recommendations is, no matter what, to go to about commit yourself to, let's say, six months or so of marriage counseling. There's no downside to that, and let me explain why. If you're one of the great success stories where you're with a great counselor and he or she can revitalize your marriage, fantastic. You just avoided an unnecessary divorce. But let's say that the right path for you and your spouse is a divorce. Think about this for a second. Almost every child, when they're an adult, they go back in the history books in their mind and they analyze their parents' divorce, all right? Or mar- sorry, their parents' marriage. You'll be able to look at your children in the eyes and say, you know, we had some problems, but before we went ahead and abandoned the marriage, we committed ourselves to therapy, and then we concluded it wasn't meant to work out. This will be showing your children how important it was the sanctity of the marriage, to tr- to do every last possible step within your control to salvage it. And if it's not salvageable, 
the fact that you committed to therapy is going to be weigh very powerfully with your children. Um, and there's no downside to that, Christy. So well said. Uh, you know, just that um, looking at this as an opportunity to lead by example in no matter the path you go down. And I recall when we first started the show um, around four years ago, I had a pastor um, come talk to me on the show, and I found this really interesting. He said, in fact, divorce is harder than staying in your marriage. And I think in our secular world, oftentimes we think, eh, you know, and I say this often, I'm going to beep up on down to the attorney's office and I'm going to get a divorce and life will be uh, so much better, so much greener on this side uh, of the fence, right? And we find out then when we step into divorce that it can be so hard and so difficult. More, more often, it's harder and more difficult than we could have ever imagined. But in fact, um, first, uh, an, another person says this, the grass is always greener where you water it. And so if you commit to therapy, then you, you are one of those success stories and look at what you've taught your children. Uh, but then what I love that you're bringing us to, Andy, is, okay, so it's not repairable. And you move on. And what this show is all about is growing through the process, becoming better through it. And you think about those kids who are looking back on that marriage. Think about the kids in divorce. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road, do you want to use this as an opportunity to grow through it and help them grow and have a good relationship with their the, the other spouse, their parent, and move them ahead in a healthy manner, move yourself in a healthy manner versus what often happens? So just I love it. Yeah, just so wonderful. So that really brings us to this. On the cover, the subhead of the book is Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. So I'm hearing, I bet a lot of people are there like, wait a second, Divorce with Compassion? I didn't know about this. So Andy, tell us about that. <laughs> well, it's a three-hour, four-hour read, so I can't do this in, uh, completely justice in 120 seconds. But let me deal with a couple big-picture points, Christy. First is a misconception. Many might read, oh, Divorce with Compassion – um, that's that's going to end up. Uh, I'm going to be end up being taken advantage of. It's actually typically the opposite. There's a relationship, and I, I, one of the most fascinating things I learned when interviewing these divorce attorneys is a relationship between conflict points and cost. The fewer conflict points, the less you end up paying to an attorney. The faster you get on the other side, healthy. So you actually save yourself money by taking the high road and being compassionate. In terms of how to do this, it's again, it's a theme throughout my book. The, what I would say, the short answer tip I would give your listeners right now, Christy, is say, okay, this is what's going on, but if, if I was him, if I was her, what would I want? And make your decision with that in mind. And if you need help with that, hopefully you've got a therapist and you can say, okay, this is what's going on. What's the best way to handle this in a compassionate way because I'm not coming up with a solution myself. But if you can do this, Christy, the big picture point is you're going to save yourself stress and you're typically going to save yourself money. So important. I want to break that down just a little bit more so we can really take that in. There's a relationship between conflict points and cost. Can you help mm -hmm. us understand that a little bit more? Sure. So 
let's say you're fighting about five things, and each fight is costing you anywhere between two and five thousand dollars in legal fees. Okay, not to mention what it's doing to your stress. Okay, so you say, okay, look, I'm going to compromise on these three. All right, and now I'm only dealing with two of the five. I'll choose to fight about these two. I'll dig my heels in here. So you end up spending $8,000 in legal fees instead of 25000 So that's the short answer. By taking things off the table that are, you don't really need to fight about and there's a, 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 um, a compromise there for the taking, you're going to actually save yourself money. And it's also going to shorten the process. And the longer the, the process lasts, the more you typically end up paying both financially and emotionally. Yeah, uh, a story comes to mind. Um, uh, I think someone on the show, we in years past, we talked about the, the couch that had cost $500. And yeah. now you're arguing over who gets the couch just because of, for argument's sake in some cases, and you're spending $5,000 for that couch. And you really couldn't care less. You just don't want the other spouse to have it. Correct. And so uh, when so then that takes us to taking the high road and which is, of course, what your book is all about. And I love that that you say that because we talk a lot about that in divorce coaching. And today's two minute tip is all about that. And folks, it's actually scripturally based. Uh, And so um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so put yourself in their shoes. Try to understand what they're going through because, again, that gives you the opportunity to make better decisions for your entire family, not just yourself and not out of spite. And we go back full circle to that emotionally compromised. Remember that you're not necessarily making the best decisions because you are kind of in that flight, fight, or freeze place, and and you might regret some of these things. So that's great, great advice, Andy. Um Uh, And one of the things that I say to my clients often is ask yourself these questions. What is it that I really want and what is it that I'll concede to? Get really clear on what it is that you you must have and then what are the things that eh, maybe likes to have or not so important. So, so very important and thanks for um, helping us talk about that. I think it can't be heard enough by our listeners. Uh, One thing I want to get to is, so you're a business owner, and you've leveraged this experience to write this book uh, in in many ways, Um, and I can hear the practicality for sure. So (laughs) I always wonder about this, though, strategy and goals. People are going, wait a second, okay, again, you've talked to me about compassion, now you're talking to me about strategy and goals. How does that apply to divorce? Sure. Well, again, it's kind of like your your couch example. So often, we when we're emotionally compromised, we get off on tangents, or we things that are not important become important just because he or she wants that. So, um, let's say there are twenty or twenty five uh, discussion points in your own divorce. So you have a responsibility, and now I'm talking to all of you who've not yet got divorced. This may become news to you. You've got a responsibility to manage your attorney, not the other way around. So you go to your attorney and say, okay, these are the two or three things that are really, really, really important to me. All the other 24, 23, I'm okay to compromise. I want you to focus on these two things, and let's get this deal done. 
and you're going to empower your attorney to to he or she's going to know exactly what they need to focus on, and this is going to help you a again save money and also achieve your goals. Maybe this is a good segue just to give you an example. So you're splitting up. Let's say there's no third party, okay? And um, the last thing you want to do is uproot yourself and and move to a different state because your former spouse meets a new partner. And the, and the number one uh, the number one element I found or factor, Christy, in all my interviews that can upset a parent or disrupt a parent's custodial time when he or she does wanted more custodial time was geography. So you put into the MSA, you go to your attorney and say, okay, I don't want to ever have to move because my spouse finds a partner. I don't want to be forced to move unless it's my choice. So you structure an agreement while you're both in the same city that you have to be within a certain uh, a distance of one another. And this can allow, uh, ins- this can help to ensure that you don't become geographically irrelevant unintentionally or intentionally in your children's lives. So this is, comes right back to goals. What's my, your goal? My goal is to be an involved father. My goal is to be an involved mother. Okay, the number one thing that tends to disrupt that after the divorce is geography. So make geography one of the goals, and you give it to um, your attorney, and you have him or her work with that. That's what I mean by being focused on two or three things and letting the other things fall by the wayside. So strategy and goals, focus, folks, that's what we're talking about here. Taking the high road, we're talking to Andy Heller, author of the book, Take the High Road. Come on back and we will hear more about Andy and the book. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today we are talking about taking the high road in divorce, and I couldn't think of a better verse to complement our discussion. And here it is, Matthew seven twelve. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. When we are in the midst of divorce, we often are also in the midst of what feels like a big storm. We feel tossed about on the waves, whirled around by the winds, and we can't seem to find our way towards the shore, the light, or our true north. We feel lost, we feel afraid, and we feel alone. And when we are in that place, we often do for ourselves what feels right in the moment. We do what feels right or best to us. Sometimes we don't think about what is best for others. We don't do unto others what you would have them do unto you, as the scripture says. And as a result, we make poor choices and hurt others and even ourselves. So what do we do instead? We cling to the truth, God's word as our shore, our light, and our true north. Today, I encourage you to, as the Bible frequently references, write this scripture on your heart. That doesn't mean to just memorize it. It means to know it to understand it, and to do it. When you find yourself wondering what to do next as you navigate divorce, with this scripture in mind, ask yourself, what would I have them do unto me? The answer should guide you to make the best decision possible, not harm others and ultimately glorify Christ. I pray this two-minute tip supports you in this challenging time. And friends, if I can help you as you navigate divorce, please email me at christy at christymindelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip 
all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. And we're talking to Andy Heller today here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're talking about his book called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. And it is such a thorough resource that can help you look at so many of the varied aspects of divorce. And we're just talking about in the last segment about strategy and goals in divorce. And you might wonder, okay, why would I have strategy and goals? Uh, that sounds like very business-like. Well, well said, uh, because Andy is a business owner. But even if you know a little bit about collaborative divorce, uh, they really focus on strategy and goals there. And what that can do for you is when you have a goal, say, for example, uh, I want to be the best parent I can be through this divorce, or I want to become even an even better parent, or maybe I want to be the best co-parent. That sets your eyes on that goal, and that then shapes and informs your decisions along the path. And without that, you are in the moment-by-moment reaction place. And where you want to be is in a place, of course, taking the high road, responding versus reacting. And that requires thinking. That requires as we often talk about in divorce, the business of divorce versus uh, the emotional space. When we're in that emotional space, as we talked about being emotionally compromised, we don't make the very best decisions. And that's what we want for you. We want you to make better decisions. And that's why all these tips and tools that uh, we share here on the show and Andy is sharing in his amazing book. Speaking of his amazing book, There was something that caught my attention when I was reading it, and I just have to throw this out there, Andy. The need for speed. Huh. (laughs) Tell us about that. I mean, I'm feeling like we're about to watch Top Gun or something. (laughs) No, not quite Top Gun, but it's it's also was an interesting chapter. So again, I I did countless interviews and putting this together. And it was amazing how many divorce couples from the time of separation until the time they actually got the divorce signed, we're talking five or more years. Mm. So if you've determined that your marriage, the right path for you is divorce, the faster you get it done, there's two benefits to being to the need for speed. One is financial. The faster you get it done, typically, the less money you end up spending on the divorce process. The second which to me is equally as important, is even if you end up dating somebody or finding a new partner before your uh, divorce is final, you don't really, you're not really making that next step towards the next chapter of your life until that divorce is signed. And I can even say there's some, there's some potential partners out there that will simply not even entertain a date with you unless you are divorced. So if you have decided that uh, and exhausted all options, and you want to get, and divorce is the right path. If you can accomplish this in less than a year and get it done fast, it moves you to that next chapter. So you can start working on your own yourself. You can working on being a, a, an effective co-parent without your your spouse involved. And again, if you do it faster, it'll probably also save you money. So that's where the need for speed comes from, Christy. I can definitely hear the thinking there, and it in. And rightfully so. Um, I think what we need to do, though, is circle back to why you started with, I'm just guessing, number one, 
is stop and think because uh, and I'm just going to throw this out there, Andy, and tell me if I'm if I'm understanding correctly. If if you are absolutely clear which path that you are going to take. Uh, so, for example, uh, as you talked about, okay, I'm going to commit to six months of marriage counseling. I'm going to learn and grow through this, even if we do decide to divorce. But, you know, I want to also say I'm going to marriage counseling. I'm going to my pastor. I'm thinking this through with regards to my faith and my um, and, and what a scripture say. And going back to quite possibly it's going to be easier for you to stay in your marriage than divorce, thinking through all that. Now, okay, come to the second path and it's going to be better for everyone involved. I've had a, a counselor on the show several times, Tom Stevens, uh, just an amazing, amazing person. He and his wife have a wonderful um, counseling practice. But he shared, even as we've discussed this, that there have been times along the way that he said, hey, I think it's going to be better for everyone involved if you do divorce. And he's he still um, works with some of the children, he, and he talks about it in this particular show, and they're actually thankful for their parents moving on and they're, they've grown into a much healthier place. Uh, and so it can be healthier walking that path. And so you come to that, you're really clear, why would we need to take a very rabbit's pace, well, not a rabbit's pace, a turtle's pace <laughs> at the divorce? Is that kind of that circular thinking where, do I have it right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the the sequence of these different chapters is very important. The, f- the very first part of my book is about taking an inventory of where your marriage is at. So, when we say the need for speed, it's this is assuming you've done the therapy, it's not going to work, and there is no other path than divorce. The basic point there, everybody, is the faster you accomplish this the fast sooner you get to a better landing spot and you can work on becoming the new you and hopefully a better you. But again, th- this comes from an observation and a very disturbing amount of couples are in that um, limbo period. Uh, the period, uh, Christy, can be five years or longer between separation and divorce. Not only is it difficult for you, but it sends a very confusing message to the children how do they explain, well, my parents are, but they're not really divorced. My parents are separated. You don't want to have your kids saying this to their friends for five years. So the need for speed takes into account your personal needs, financial needs, as well as what's in the highest and best interest of your children. Yeah, and I love that highest and best interest of your children. And if you think about coming at this uh, from your faith to leading by example, taking the high road, uh, you it's it's not taking anyone into a, a good direction if if you are letting this go on and on and on and on. And what we want to do is, in fact, lead by example. And speaking of that, you talk a lot about communication in the book. Um, what tips and tools can you tell us? What did you learn about communication? Oh, that's probably the number one thing I write about in the book, how to communicate in a high-conflict situation. So some of my favorite tips uh, are they, a lot of the, the advice and counsel in my book, Christy, deals with unilateral steps that you can take. Okay, I'm not going to be able to change the way my ex-spouse 
is acting, but I can change the way I'm dealing with him or I'm dealing with her. So examples in, include utilizing a business tool called the time card, basically putting in buckets things you're dealing with and only dealing with the things that you have to deal with right now that are logistical in nature and pushing as many things down the road as possible. There's numerous benefits to that. There's also a change in the way you communicate. You communicate not you don't offer suggestions to your your former spouse, but you communicate in the way of uh, by by asking questions, allowing your former spouse to own the answers. This is also a business communication tool or or, or strategy that's used in high conflict business environments, brought into uh, managing. Uh, co-parenting in a high-conflict divorce. So again, this is there, this is probably uh, one third of my book on on how to communicate and, and co-parent effectively when your partner's at the on the other end is simply not collaborative yet. Yeah, and you're talking to a coach here, so asking questions is certainly where we want to go. And I often talk about it being a developed skill. We we're not really. Mm-hmm. We're born giving advice more and more and telling people what to do. That's easier for us to sit in kind of the vulnerability of asking questions. But I love that you bring that about because when we can get to that place of wonder and curiosity, it, it's not just our perspective. So I'm, I'm tying it back to and see if I have it right. If you're taking the high road, you're curious about the other's opinion versus just yours. Would that be right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to agree. You don't have to care. But being curious and making that, make strategically reacting to that um, can really help you um, land in a better spot. Yeah, I love what you said there. You don't have to agree. You just have to care. And folks, that's what we, there's that compassion, right? Caring Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about what uh, the next steps are for you and your family especially if you have children. Uh, This is a family that's going to continue on even though you are divorced. And I just have to say that again. You don't have to agree. You just have to care. Folks, come on back. You're going to hear final thoughts. Take the high road with Andy Heller. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. And there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts 
under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and we've been talking about taking the high road in divorce. And uh, you might know what that means. Um, uh, You might not know what that means. But if you were wondering what that means, I really encourage you to get a copy of Andy Heller's book. It's called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. And I tell you what, it is just so full of uh, tips and tools and information and resources. Andy really did the work for you over eight years interviewing different divorce professionals, attorneys, people who've been through divorce, counselors, and he has put it into one book. And so he's he's taken that time so that you don't have to. Uh, when you're in the throes of being emotionally compromised, uh, you know, the, the beginning of divorce, in the midst of it, anywhere in divorce, it, you couldn't go interview the amount of people Andy interviewed. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful resource to get your hands on. Uh, and so, Andy, will you share with us how can listeners learn more about the book and how can they get their copy? Sure. Well, the book's available uh, all over online. Amazon.com tends to be the most popular place to get the book. Uh, Target.com, BarnesandNoble.com, um, as well as a host of other online resources. And in terms of getting a hold of me, um, my contact information is on the book, but our website is www.takethehighroaddivorce.com. Well, and that's pretty easy. Take the high road, divorce.com. And folks, we know it, Amazon, and uh, you could probably have the book uh, in your hands tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so, and, and that would be important because sometimes we are just grasping at for information. We're looking online, and there's a lot of great information online, but you know, we don't want to believe everything you read. I can definitely say what you've brought about in this book is. Uh, is certainly what we would want to share with listeners. And as you know, Andy, it took some time for me to to get your book and review your book because I wanted to make sure you were what you were saying was in line with the things that we want listeners to have in their hand. First, stop and think, consider, go to your pastor, um, save your marriage if you can. It's going to be, uh, in most cases, a, a better path. If you do, if you can't, then how do we move through divorce in a healthier manner? And these are the tips and tools to help us do that. Uh, Andy, we were talking about asking questions, and as a coach, I love that. Uh, But moving to a place in communication where you ask questions versus tell people what to do or maybe even assume what other people are going to do. Uh, So can you help us with an example about asking questions in a divorce? Sure. And and let me just tell everybody that if you can't capture everything in my answer, this is an entire chapter in the book. And again, one of the most powerful chapters. So in a, in a high conflict environment, very often the, the, the divorcee will say, whatever, if I say up, she says down. If I say left, he says right. And for a period of time, it's very often that's the situation divorcees find themselves in. The challenge is you, you still have to co-parent these kids' lives while you guys can't communicate. So one of the best tools is to change the texture of your communication. So let me give a simple example. Um, you, you want little Johnny to stop going to ballet because he's complaining about it and do something like basketball, okay? 
So instead of emailing your spouse and saying, hey, what about if he does basketball? I'm getting complaints about ballet. Um, you want your former spouse to own the, the, the solution. So you go and you, change, you, you communicate such as, you know what, I've got this really big problem in my house. I mean, all, all he's doing is complaining about ballet, ballet, ballet. I'm sure you have the same circumstances. What do you suggest? I'm open to any ideas. Mm-hmm. And normally you, you would try to lean the, the, in your communications towards the result that you want, but you just speak in terms of questions, whether you're speaking on the phone, emailing, or texting. You never, it's like playing poker, guys. Don't, don't show your hand. And then you, you get a response. Maybe it's not a, the exact answer you want. You say, oh, I really like this piece. I still think I have a question. Boom. The goal is to get them to come close to a, a solution that you are okay with, but where your former spouse owns it and not you. This, guys, it's not going to work every time, but it works a lot. And this is, again, this utilizes a business tool in high-conflict business situations brought into divorce and co-parenting, Christy. So helpful. And what comes to my mind is perspective. And oftentimes uh, we, we just simply don't see the other perspectives because, again, <laughs> if you think about it, we're in that emotionally compromised place and we kind of – we, we want it our way, and that's how it needs to be. But when yeah. you said something so very important, if you were open to it, and it might be just another perspective that you have not considered or even saw until you asked that question, you hear another's opinion versus telling the other person, well, you need to do this or it has to be that way, that closes. So I hear a big difference there, open versus closed communication. Yeah. The, the last thing I would add to that is that this style of communicating everybody, it brings down the temperature. Mm-hmm. And when you bring down the temperature, everybody wins. You win, your former spouse wins, but most importantly, your children win. And, very, and, and the goal is to get to a point where you can actually offer your suggestions and have them be heard. This is a great step along the, 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 the way. This isn't a solution. This is a way to manage a problem when communications are at their lowest point until you both land in a place where you can communicate more collaboratively. It creates buy-in. Yep, yep, it really does. Yeah, and I, I heard their offer su- suggestions so that they can even be heard. You know, Andy, I've uh, heard I've heard before that uh, when we kind of do the telling and the advice giving or find the answers for other people, um, th- there's actually brain chemicals <laughs> that go off for us because we've found the solution. But when we can give the opportunity to another to kind of be the one that that makes the solution, you, you said own the solution, there's actually kind of some of those happy brain hormones and chemicals that go on in the body. So this mm-hmm. isn't just, uh, you know, business strategy there's brain science behind this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so for sure for sure such great information and some uh there's just not enough time to cover it all so folks i highly encourage you to look for the book online take the high road divorce with compassion for yourself and your family written by andy heller that's h e l l e r and certainly um, uh, look up uh, Andy's um, information. Andy, tell us the website again. 
www.takethehighroaddivorce.com. And so um, easy to get, easy to read about. And so I'm wondering as we begin to wrap up here, Andy, any final thoughts? Well, one of my my most powerful, actually my last chapter is about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to talk about that. I think that's probably a good theme with your audience, Christy. Forgiveness runs two ways, guys. It's not just forgiving your spouse, but forgiving you. Because a lot of people beat themselves up. What have I just done the last 10, 15, 20 years? I've married the wrong person. You married the right person for you you at that time in your life. So the forgiveness runs both ways. Forgive your former spouse for his or her indiscretions or whatever it is you feel wronged about. And then forgive yourself for making the decision to marry and move on. And it's it's easier said than done. It's the start of a process. But the forgiveness chapter runs both ways both externally and internally, Christy. So glad you brought that up because that hardness in our hearts, uh, you know, oftentimes when we think about forgiveness, we're thinking about forgiving another person, but that Mm -hmm. hardness of our hearts towards ourselves can affect generations. And uh, I know of a story um, uh, of someone who was on a, Uh, on a trip, and they were talking to this gentleman who was in his 90s with his wife, his latest wife. uh, And and I don't know, I mean, how many marriages they had. It just maybe sounded like two. He had been through a divorce, obviously. And he was still there with his wife next to him talking about his first wife and his divorce in his 90s. And you just think about the, the... generations that that can affect. And so forgiveness, forgiveness of those involved, of your spouse, of yourself, so very important. So many things you've shared with us, Andy, and thank you for that. I have to repeat a couple of them. You don't have to agree. You just have to care. That's a great soundbite for sure. Change the texture of your communication to create buy-in. Ask questions. Seek to be open, not closed. Communication You just might learn something. And folks, that's what we're here doing is helping you learn things. It's our our goal. It's one of my goals as a divorce coach to help you with your thinking about divorce. Uh, I'm your thinking partner. This book, uh, Take the High Road, is your thinking partner. So I encourage you to get it and read through it. And uh, Andy and I are here wanting to give back to help you. So Andy, thanks for joining us. Christy, anytime you want me back, I've loved your show. I love your audience and your theme. And uh, again, this is all about giving back to people. And hopefully our segment today can really help a lot of people. Amen to that. And folks, uh, we are praying for you and we uh, just want the very best for you. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. 